Family from the Heart podcast episode number 57. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Family from the Heart. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. We are here once again to talk about issues related to the family. What are we going to do this summer with our kids? Tie them up. How can we get advice via text message about sex? We'll talk about that and more in this episode right now. Stephanie, how are you? I'm all right. How are you? It's it, I'm doing great. Very I, good. I just want to say I, I know that you have your reasons for maybe not uh, completely 100% believing that a lifestyle change of physical activity and, and getting physically healthy is, is something that... that is easy for you to believe. Did any of that make sense? No, not really. I lost you somewhere. I I lost me somewhere along the way as well. It's good. So last week I shared, you know, it was let's get healthy week, right? right? That's what we talked about. It is. And you expressed your... Skepticism? Exactly. At whether or not I'd be able to get... You've been doing very well. Thank you. It's only week one, but you've been doing very well. That is not true. I'm very proud of you. That is not true. Um, I started this on May 1st. And today is May 13th. So I'm actually approaching week two. Okay. And I, I see the look on your face. I see the look on your face. The walking started May 1st. Okay. The five miles a day All right. started May 1st. The The calorie counting kicked in last Monday. So you're okay. right. It's only been one full week of calorie counting and changing what I eat. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually approaching mid-month on this one. Okay. And uh, I just wanted to give some, give an update to the people listening. I lost six pounds yep. last week, uh, and it's through uh, the, both walking five miles a day, at least five days a week, and also it is also the result of uh, counting my calories to, I mean, like to the calorie. The, you know, did you know that now, and, and here's the big thing. We talked about junk, fo- junk food dieting yes, yesterday. Last week. Last week. Mm-hmm. Um we're trying to get rid of the junk food out of the house, but there was still some some Cheez-Its upstairs. Yes. You know, and, and we have not you have not gone to the store since I started this. So we don't have <laughs> we don't yet have a lot of the healthy fruit snacks and stuff right. like that or the, the fruit, the fresh fruit and apples and pears and, and yeah. stuff like that. Uh, peaches. But so the other day I was just like, I need to eat something. And did you know that those little tiny Cheez-Its, six calories and uh, McKenna this morning had some. Uh, she, you gave her. What'd you give her? A peanut butter sandwich? No, that was Megan. Oh, it was Megan. A roast beef sandwich. Megan had a roast beef sandwich before she went to school, and she had some Cheez-Its, and she handed me three Cheez-Its, and I'm like, okay, that's 18 calories, and I'm adding it in. You know, it, 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 it's a pain in the hind end. Right. No doubt at all. It is the most difficult thing in the world you could think to do to try to track every single calorie, but for me, it helps. Right. It does help. And uh, I've stayed under 1800 calories for the most part uh, over the la- over that past week. And as a result of walking five miles a day, 1800 calories or less mm-hmm. and also not calories bad for you. Lost six pounds. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm really proud of you. I am. And uh, I lost one pound without trying. I'm not bragging. I'm just saying. But um, since you've been on this little, you know, 
Whatever. Lifestyle change. Okay. Um, I, I'm <laughs> health kick. <laughs> I, I'm I'm a little hesitant to call it a lifestyle change, and you know, I understand until I that. see that it's a change. Um, but I don't want that. To, I don't want me saying that to diminish the fact that I am proud of you and you are doing a good job. I don't want you to ever think that you know, whatever. He's not going to make it. No, I, I have faith in you. I know you I do. do. But um, so I was thinking how while I'm not, um, I am counting my calories, but I'm not walking right now. Um, well, because right now I'm sitting recording this podcast, but, um, it's just my, my schedule has been, has been crazy and, um, I really don't have a desire to do it right now. Right. So I'm thinking how it must've been very aggravating for you when I was doing really well and losing pounds per week and sharing all of that, how frustrating that might have been for you when it would seem that I was bragging. When really you're not bragging, you were just proud of yourself. I was you just a, yeah, you just want to you want to cheer you want to yeah, cheerleader wanna shout, out there exactly. And um, so I'm thinking, I was thinking, you know, well, I've lost 35 pounds, so I can let him catch up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. I'm just on break, letting him catch up. That's all. <laughs> can I just can I just add that um, it is important and and continue on that, and then we'll move on to what we're going to talk about today. But it is extremely important to have some people to help encourage you and motivate you and also very important to have people hold you accountable. And um, I, I and, and it's very easy for you to be skeptical. And, and, and I understand that because there have been times that, you know, it's off and on, off and on. Uh, but then again, I love what you said last week. Remember, you said, well, I just you you've always wanted this new toy and you talked about mm -hmm. this and just like the podcasting equipment. Yeah. I think that this is just like that, you know, that it mm -hmm. podcasting, you know, that equipment became a lifestyle change for me. It, it did. And, and, and I am really getting excited about this. The, you know, I'm, I'm already concerned about what next winter might look like, <laughs> yeah. you know, when, when I can't get up and walk at, you know, five miles out in the morning. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, the treadmill is definitely not as much fun. But there are some things that I'm doing right now which are motivating and inspiring me to continue to move. And I think that if I carry in some of these into the indoor activity on the treadmill, such as listening to some podcasts that are motivational and encouraging and educational, uh, listening to audiobooks that help my mind uh, grow and stuff like that, and find those as times for me. I mean, getting out and walking this morning for an hour, I I tell you, it, it was me time, and that's something. Maybe that's where my problem is. My workout time is not me time. Right. Mine is trying to stay focused on what I'm trying to accomplish while caring for children. Well, and, and I'm willing to work with you on that. And in two weeks when the kids get out of school, it's going to become a necessity. Okay. That will be my one hour of me time. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm out of here. Well, I, I just want to encourage you, and, and I'm not going to twist your arm or anything like that, but... Don't wait until the kids are out of school. If if you want to start working out and you feel you want to do that, let's sit down and figure out how how I can get you out of this house for an hour okay. each day and let you go and do that. Okay. I'm I want to help. I I do. I I want this to be something because I I already see our kids, you know, mm -hmm. starting to really think about things. Uh, much in the same way, you know, Matthew's out walking with me. Megan wants to go walk. McKenna wants to go walk. I mean, this is, this is fun stuff. And and I want this to be, so, what? That's more they want your attention than they want to walk. Yeah, but still, they also, they're, I mean, I, they're I, talking I, about what they're eating as well, though. 
They are. I've yeah. I've noticed Megan looking at her portion sizes and saying, yeah, that's probably a lot. Yeah. You know, so it, it's rubbing off. And so what I'm saying is that if mom and dad are both doing this, we mimic this. We are we don't have to sit there and say, OK, kids, this is what you need to learn is let, let them learn by seeing our example. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm excited about. OK. Anyway. No, okay. I don't right. I don't have anything to add. Sure. I mean, I Cool. Well, hey, um and can I just do one more thing? This is a little cross promotion. Um, sure. As as many folks may know and and I'm sure listening to Family from the Heart Therapy, some people that possibly don't know this, but I had this podcast that I've been doing for over 3 years now called My Crazy Life. <laughs> and it has it now has 397 episodes as of today. Yeah. And just recently I made the official decision to transfer the title of that to something different. Right. And uh if you guys are interested, check out pursuingabalancedlife.com. Did you go ahead and change it? It's automatically changed, yep. So uh, you're not waiting until 401. I'm not waiting till episode 401. All I got right. too excited about it. So, um, it's called close me down. yeah, it's actually called pursuing a balanced life. And in fact, I've, I've renewed my personal <laughs> blogging habits. Yeah. Can, can I tell you, I've been kind of chuckling the, the entire time since I got in the forum and found the show notes for, for this podcast. Yes. Because right underneath of it is pursuing a balanced life podcast, formerly my crazy life podcast. And I'm thinking it's the podcast formerly known as, and yes. anyway, it's just, <laughs> The podcast formerly known as My Crazy Life. Exactly. Exactly. So I, I'm renewing my blogging uh, habits. What I find is, and, and for those that are interested, the format of Pursuing a Balanced Life is it, right now I'm doing two episodes a week. Uh, somewhere There'll be somewhere between 25 minutes to maybe 40 minutes uh, twice a week. And they're me out walking during my exercise. And it's not just physical, it's not just physical fitness that I'm talking about. It's pursuing a balanced life. It's about talking about, you know, organizational things that I'm trying, uh, new values and principles I'm reading from books that I'm reading, uh, just all those different things. And when I'm out walking, I don't carry around all the books and stuff like that with me. So I talk just overall a general approach of how these things are affecting my life and my thought patterns and stuff like that and, and things that I'm doing to improve and to live and or to pursue this more balanced life and the blog is kind of like a place where i can go and actually write down and have a and i can point people back to a resource so the blog and podcast two separate things but they go together so well the blog is completely free pursuing a balanced life podcast is one of our premium shows so anyway i just want to let people know that that's there Okay. All right. And so moving along, Stephanie, we have two different main topics for today. The first one is school's coming uh, to a close. Yes. The kids have 14 days left, so like that, school days. So we still have a few weeks, but 14 so, school days. So that leads us with this question. What are we going to do with our kids this summer? Didn't you hear me? What? We're going to tie them up. Tie them up. <laughs> it's worked in the past. No, I'm kidding. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. My kids will, um, the first two weeks, they'll just want to um, sleep in. And just, they. I, it, I think that it is very important for them to have downtime. I'm not going to try to fill every minute of their day with an activity like their other parent would try to do. Okay. <laughs> they need downtime. Yes. And um, 
So I, I'm not looking I, for that. I, I would I wouldn't say that. I, I would say they need downtime. I would still schedule every minute of their day, but I would schedule their downtime. Downtime from three fifteen <laughs> so, so look, to three twenty seven. Our calendar our calendar would be June fourth through July fourth downtime. <laughs> you, you don't get it. I don't think you're getting the mental picture that I, we want to do nothing. See, well, you that's get up. not true. We want to do things. I meant we as in the four of us. <laughs> okay, well, okay. <laughs> that's not true either. Yes, it is. Tell me what you mean by Maybe do nothing. We want we want to lounge. We want to, you know, be able to go outside and play if we want to. Okay. We want to, to not have any specifics that have to be followed. At all. At all. The entire summer vacation. No, for a while. Like what's a while? A couple. I just days? said two weeks. Oh, okay. Two weeks is cool. Okay. I'm sorry. I wasn't. Catch up. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> All right. So okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Two. Take two weeks to without scheduling anything. Everything's just impromptu. I can yeah. handle that. I, I just thought for some reason I thought you got you're, to. You're going to be down here working. I am. We're not scheduling you into our summer. Hey, no, that's not true. We may let you have a no. brief. You know. I want to talk to guest you. Guest appearance, but the, exactly. <laughs> I, w- I want to start doing some things as a family, if possible. I would like Man. to. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. Okay. So here's the deal. I, you know, my desire is to start going to, you know, now that TV season's almost over. 10 o'clock. I know. Yeah. I want to start going to bed around 10. Which now, means I'm going to get one hour a day every day to myself between 10 and 11. That's fine. And, and at 10 o'clock, I'm just going to go into the bed. And that's when I'm going to sit down either with a book or with my laptop. And I'll either read or blog or something. and Or, or do some just something to get me ready so that at 11 o'clock, my head's on the pillow and I'm ready to go to bed at a decent hour. Mm-hmm. That's something that's a desire of mine. Because I want to start getting up about 5 or 5.30 in the morning. And I want to be out walking the streets at 6 o'clock in the morning. And I know it sounds funny. Good luck with that. But what I would love to do is... Which, in a very annoying way, means that I'm going to be awake every morning at 6 o'clock in the morning. That's not my fault. It's not mine either. So? What do you want? I don't... don't, It's not my fault that... It's not your fault that when your alarm goes off, you don't hear it. (laughs) It's not your fault that when I nudge you, you don't push snooze. I'm going to train myself to get up the first time. Dude, I'm going to be kicking you out of bed. That's fine. Do that. I've asked you to. (laughs) You ain't going to like it. (laughs) Have you done it yet? Kicked you? Probably not. Well, don't kick me, but you can push. You can take your leg and push me and nudge me right off the bed. That's I have done that before. You have done that once. And it got me out of bed, didn't it? Yeah. So there you go. All right. So Cliff is a very sound sleeper and I'm not. I think that that is the that is the case there. Exactly. I'm just not. So I want what I want to do is I want to schedule breakfast. I I want to ne- maybe not schedule, schedule breakfast. I want to have breakfast with the family in the morning. <laughs> we ain't getting up at six o'clock. So unless no, you can hold off, to, you can have I, brunch with us because we're going to be eating around eleven. Well, oh, goodness, <laughs> come on, you're not going to sleep in that late. No, I didn't say we were going to sleep in that late. Have you met my daughter McKenna? Yeah, dude, she's up at like seven thirty every day. She's I know, be going but for I would say I would say like at nine o'clock the kids are up and and everybody and that's the you know setting is in a, a it's gonna breakfast be a very time. rough summer for me. Oh my gosh, never mind. No, go Forget, ahead. No, go, no, go ahead. If you can't find the humor in the fact that you're trying to take over what is supposed to be mine, <laughs> then um. then yeah, what we probably I? shouldn't be recording this podcast. That is hilarious. <laughs> this is. 
this the summer. Am I intruding on your territory? Kind of, yeah. Oh, You're stepping gosh. on my toes a little. I'm feeling a little defensive here. <laughs> nice. So at nine o'clock, you want to start having this family or, breakfast, or eight o'clock, seven thirty, if you wanted to. I mean, whenever is fine. Seven thirty, whatever. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> no. So anyway, I I would love to be there. My my goal here here's here's my dream dream is to be there with the family together at breakfast, lunch, and dinner as much as possible. Right. That's it. So Daniel in the chat room says, next you're going to be trying to cook dinners now too. That I'll I'll give over freely. I'm so sick and tired of cooking dinners. I want to get a, I want to get a charcoal grill. I know you do. I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to start it. I know how to start the grill that we have. I don't know how to start a charcoal grill. Well, they have that little charcoal, charcoal flute thing that that basically all you do is you fill it up with charcoal, not with the pre, not with that stuff with lighter fluid on it. Because I hate that. It makes your food taste taste horrible. Yeah. And so anyway, but you just fill it up with charcoal and then you just wad up some newspaper underneath it. You light it and in within 15 minutes, your charcoal's inside this thing and it's ready to go and you dump it into your grill and you start cooking. Oh, uh, they have okay. them at Kroger, by the way. OK, which this podcast is not sponsored by Kroger. <laughs> However, it is sponsored this by entire our network should be sponsored by Kroger. It should be. Um, but this podcast is sponsored, yes, by is. the way, by our wonderful friends over at Mardell.com, M-A-R-D-E-L.com, where you can get 10 percent off of anything you purchase there by using promo code G-S-P-N in the shopping cart. We'll Absolutely. mention more at the end of the show, but we will. just want to drop that in there. Okay, so where were we? You want to have breakfast at like 7.30 every morning. Or 6. <laughs> okay, we just went from 9 to 7.30. Just You're not seeing the problem with this? <laughs> I'm just kidding. But it doesn't. the timing doesn't matter. As long we as are not on your lifestyle chain, okay? I, I understand. Seriously, though, I, I would like to have breakfast together as a family. Okay. I would like to sit around the table and have breakfast. Okay. Look at your look on your face. <laughs> okay. Um, couple problems with that that I see. Okay. Number one, I don't eat breakfast. Okay. And I'm not going to start. And I've already explained to you why. All right. So I'm not even going to go into that. Don't don't send me emails. I know I should eat breakfast. I absolutely I have a physical reason why I don't. Um. Does that mean I have to cook breakfast every morning? I don't know. This lifestyle change is not going to ban cereal from my house, is it? No. Because I would have to ban you from the house. No. <laughs> you realize I'd kick you out before it's I'd It's not going to ban would... cereal, but <laughs> but I would say that there listen. are probably going to be more days where we'd have some oatmeal with... In the summer, you're going to eat oatmeal. Yes. Why not? Because it's hot. So? It's good for you. And it's heavy. It's good for you, and it gives you plenty of energy, and it lasts you well until time for uh, lunch without feeling the urge to snack. Clearly, Cliff and I are two very different people. (laughs) This is going to be difficult. (laughs) You've never tried to intrude on my schedule before. You have always been very respectful of... The fact that I'm very different from you. I know. But I'm really feeling like you're pushing me. I can't handle the pressure. (laughs) (laughs) Well, all I'm saying. Actually, I can because if I really felt offended, I would, you know, stop the recording and tell you how I really feel. (laughs) I know. So here's the thing. Okay. You know, the thing, I'm going to be, the kids are going to be home and I'm going to be working a lot. 
that that's all there is to it. But I think that as long as I can take breaks throughout the day and say, hey, let's be a family unit, have family identity. <laughs> there are there are two or three times per day that we are going to stop the world from spinning and we are going to live life together as this family. And in our identity is we're going to have breakfast together and we're definitely going to have dinner together and we're going to attempt to have lunch together as as many days out of the week as possible if not just make a commitment to do it every week every day okay and what by that i mean me joining the family for lunch i'll try i mean if 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 it comes down to it then i schedule you know interviews and and um consulting calls and stuff around lunch it's like listen I, i'm sorry I, that time won't work or it's blocked out i'm 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 booked that uh, during that hour okay or half hour or whatever it is i don't i i, I just really feel like that uh, you don't like this idea do you i i really feel like you're pressuring me into a schedule because oh, no how horrible no, of here, me. It, it is horrible of you i don't work that way and you know that and i think we've been married long enough for you to really really know that that you've tried to do this in the past and I can pretend for a little while, but it never holds <laughs> number one, because I don't want it to. Um, I, here's why I feel like I'm being pressured into a schedule because the kids and I may decide to go to the library for one day. Yes. Oh, but we've got to be home by such and such time so that we can have lunch with dad. So where are you going to eat lunch that day? You're not going to take them to the Golden Arches of Greece, are you? No, we would come home and have lunch. But our entire time, at the, I mean, what if we decide to, I don't know. See, are I Are these kids not going to want to eat on your little ventures out no, of the house? I starved them. <laughs> come on. I just. So maybe you pack them a lunch that day and, and you say, hey, uh, we're going to go do this and we're not having lunch today. That's fine. Okay you're on your own for lunch day. We're going to the library and we're packing lunch with us. All right. I'm cool with that. That, that, that what I'm saying is but that's that, just one day. That's how I live. I'm like, very, <laughs> I'm very spontaneous. I can't, it, do you know how hard it is for me to show up at 1130 every Wednesday just to record? I, that's, it's very difficult for me to have a set thing at a set time. But let me ask you this. Do you enjoy this time that we have together? Absolutely. Would we would we be as connected as we are if we did not have this every single week? During this hour? No. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. And there so, are some weeks where this is our only connection of the week. And that's why I'm saying. And, and, and so what, what I'm trying to say is, okay, we enjoy this. We benefit from this. Why not put it down and reserve a little bit more, a couple more spots? Now, maybe three times a day, five days a week or seven days a week might be a little bit much for you. But maybe if we could just schedule three of those a week. <laughs> maybe. Are, okay. Do you not want me to join you guys for <laughs> breakfast or lunch? Is that what you're telling me? That's not what I'm telling you. I know. Um, I hate when I say things and you hear something different. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm just really? giving you a hard time. Okay. Not, I know what you're saying. All right. It's not that you don't want us to have family lunch together. It's it's just instead of me forcing you into having lunch between a certain time each day, you know, you may have lunch at I 11. Be, I can give you like a 10 minute warning. Hey, in 10 minutes, we're going to have lunch. <laughs> but um, I yeah, it, it's very difficult for me to think that we would be eating at the same time every day because that is not how I. Sorry. Right. 
that is just not how I operate. So so let me let me just propose to you that my desire is to have breakfast, lunch and dinner together as a family. And it okay. doesn't and and let's just drop for the moment the possibility that it has to happen on a scheduled time every day. Okay. And that maybe in the morning uh, as we are having breakfast, which is the only thing I could think that would probably be wise to have at r- roughly the same time as much as possible. Okay. Uh, during breakfast, you could say... <laughs> which will lead us into having lunch at the same time every day. Which will lead us into having dinner at the same time every day. Do you see how your actions are forcing me into something I don't want? <laughs> nice. I'll tell you what. You you do your thing. I'll do my thing. I'll tell and you what. You probably shouldn't have I'll just I'll see you next this- Wednesday. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like plan. I'll see you tonight. Lost is on. Okay, we'll see you then. <laughs> I mean, okay, maybe you should have like mentioned this to me so we could have had a little bit of of chatting time about it before the microphone. But this podcast would not be as entertaining and as fun to listen to. Is this entertaining and fun to listen to? I think so. Okay, I think people are really getting a lot of benefit out of this discussion. I really believe that <laughs> that we really are complete opposites. Yeah, and somehow in yeah make it work. I or really pretend I, to. I I believe many people what you and I are doing right now is we are communicating. And and there are people who are just as opposite as I as you and I are in their relationships, but they don't communicate the way that you and I okay. are. Being real, being open, being honest with how we feel and how we're thinking about things. These you know, this is the this is what this show is about for me. I mean it's not about putting up some kind of uh, pretense here that says, "Hey, we've got our act together, and let's show you how we do it." <laughs> right? No, this is how we this is how we work things out. Okay. And, and I love coming before the microphone and and hammering some of these things out without letting you know ahead of time that this- I know you do. I know you enjoy that mm-hmm. very much. Um, but you know, it's taken me nine months to get used to having this podcast at the same time every day. Yep. And every month or a week. Every week. Thank yes. you. Yes. And I meant every Wednesday. I know. That's what I actually meant. Um, I don't see how the summer break can be long enough for me to get used to. Because it, by the time we would even make any headway, the kids would be going back to school. Well, let me just tell you this. You do whatever you have to do. <laughs> I don't know what I just said. <laughs> you do whatever you have to do. And I just want to let you know that I'm going to attempt as much as I can without having any kind of idea or understanding when you might or might not no, be see, eating throughout the week. That really doesn't work for me because that leaves <laughs> that that leaves no compromise on my part. So I'll, we have to talk about it more to come up with something. OK. I'm not completely unwilling to compromise. You just haven't had time to process it. I haven't it. had time to think about it yet. Okay. I really don't like schedules. I know you don't. And, and I really love schedules. I know you do. And it, I should be used to that by now, but clearly I'm not. All right. Well, we'll come back and visit this again <laughs> next week. And we'll let you guys know if we've ever had breakfast together. <laughs> All right. So some inexpensive ways to have some summer fun as a mm-hmm. family. Some things to think about. Uh, this is coming from an email that Maggie Mack, our great friend, sent over to us. And she had received the following information in a newsletter from the Dave Ramsey program. And he's, and basically, here are some fun ways to skimp on the spending, but not on the fun for kids this summer. Now, people will remember, maybe if they've listened long enough to this podcast, the marshmallow fight that we had. Well, that was awesome. That was amazing. In fact, uh, Matthew last night... Uh, or the other night, you had dropped the thermometer. 
on the floor and it had popped open. And Did the, you find another a, one? A battery had rolled <gasps> under the uh, stove. Uh-huh. And he he went to go dig out the battery and he dug out a marshmallow awesome. from that fight. Now, listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> he took the marshmallow, threw it back under there and pulled out the battery instead. <laughs> so it's still there. That's nice. <laughs> oh. Thank you for that, Matthew. I'll be pulling out the stove to sweep under it very soon. <laughs> That's oh, hilarious. But anyway, that that that's a seven year old boy, right? It there. is. And it, <laughs> Although I'm and pretty a, sure that the other thirty six year old 30, man would have done that too. Well, it's the thirty six year old man that watched him do it, but didn't make him pull it back out. That's nice. Uh, of course, he, it would have been so hard now that it, it, if he just flung it, it would have went all the way to the back. Yeah. <sighs> that is pretty funny that you just watched him and did. Well, I said something. Or sad. Well, I, I said, know. Matt, you should. And it was already gone. I'm like, <laughs> forget it. I don't have the time to pull it out right now. Nice. Yeah. All right. I know. But we did have fun with the marshmallow We fight. did. We really did. So here are some other ideas. Well, you want to Can read- you tell that the sun went behind the clouds? It got I really did. dark in here. It did get really dark All in right. here. So why don't you read uh, the uh, what Dave Ramsey's uh, newsletter says about having a water gun fight. All right. Have a water gun fight. Lock and load. All you need is a yard and some squirt guns. We have- the yard squirt guns are not that expensive okay have your kids choose teams or invite some friends from the neighborhood to join in set up a couple of bases and go at it don't forget don't forget the water balloons they'll have tons of fun and an afternoon will fly by okay okay next we have um go- oh okay so i'm sorry yes so that's it so that was yeah. it i forgot to highlight and, yeah. and make the other one bold, bold. Uh, but anyway, um, that is an awesome idea. I mean, it, I don't know why I didn't think about that, but is there any way you can make a list and uh, and and get us some very, I mean, they have like 99 cent water guns at the 99 cent store, I'm sure. I'm sure they do. Do you think you could pick us up five of those? Yeah. Wouldn't that be a blast? Mm-hmm. I think, do you, I, do you agree? Is that five? And I the mean, other day at Kroger, I saw um, balloons that are specifically made for water balloon fights. Now Kroger, I also saw in the, which this is not sponsored by Kroger, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they, uh, they also had some water guns there. I don't know what the cost is there, but okay. I, I know it, it, the, the cost of five bucks for us to have those here to have some water gun fights. Yeah, but we'd also like to have water guns that are number one going to work. And number two, be able to use more than once. Yeah. So if it's something that we have to spend yeah. a little bit more money on to last out more family activities, you know, I can I understand paying you know five bucks for one time, but if it's just a one time use, it'd be well. See, that's what I'm thinking. I'm, I'm not thinking go it's going to be regular. I don't. I don't. I like the idea of just pulling these out without the kids suspecting it and say, "Okay, guys, it's time to go." And then we we well, kind of like what, we did with the marshmallows, but more than once, maybe. Okay. Anyway, maybe, but I think the, anyway, I'll let, you're the one who handles the business fine or the family finances. So what, you know how to budget that stuff and, and I'll allow you to, to use your best judgment and discernment there. Okay. All right. Next one. Go to the park. Going to the park. It may not be Disney world, but it doesn't need to be head down, head down the street and you'll find a community park with enough monkey bars, sandboxes, swings, and jungle gyms to keep any kid laughing. Can I say I hate sandboxes? Yeah. You mean the litter boxes for kids Despise. for all the stray kitty cats? Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. yeah. Ugh, gross. But anyway, um, and all the potty training two year olds. <laughs> yeah, no yeah. doubt. So um your your sister Sam's in the chat room. Oh sweet. Hello, Samantha. 
Anyway, uh, Stephanie, one of the things that I think is awesome about the park is the kids love to do things like wiffle ball and they love to do frisbee. So um, we have a frisbee. We do not have wiffle ball. I, I think all of those got lost in the woods or something. But we have a we have a decent sized yard. I think our yard will be great for water gun fight. But going to the park where they have the open area and taking the frisbee and the the wiffle ball and stuff like that, those are the kind of things going to the park is going to be a lot of fun for. And also taking the bikes to the park now will be fun. McKenna's now riding mm-hmm. her bike. <laughs> uh, We're going to have to invest in a needle for the pump. Her tire is so flat. We need to invest in a pump is what we need to do. Okay. And um, I I want to get one. She's probably going to need a new inner tube. Uh, she Well, probably the I can it, patch the inner tube. Okay. I can patch the inner tube. But uh, I want to get um, a, a pump so that we can start pumping the bikes back up again. All right. Anyway. Very good. You don't have, you and I don't have a bike anymore. No. Crud. We sold our bikes. I know. I don't wish to own a bike. Okay. Well, anyway, it's something we could do, and they and we could walk, and they could ride their bikes. I do not enjoy riding a bike. Did you hear me? Yes. Did you hear me? I know you don't. I really, I do not enjoy riding a bike. Yeah. Anyway. All right. I think it has to do with my height. I have the fear that because I can't touch the ground without a, yeah, anyway. Um, Read. It's called a library, and the books are free. It may be tough to get this one going, but remember this. The more you read, the easier it is to get into reading. Pick something that your son or daughter loves, even if it's a subject that's not too deep. Once they get a few pages into it, they'll want to read more. Once they finish a book, give them another on on a subject they love. Once they associate reading with fun, they'll start reading books that can teach them something. I have to say... Our kids love to read. Yes. All three of them do. And last summer, well, every summer, the library has a, um, a, it's not a, it's not a reading contest, but, but I forget what it was called last summer. But um, anyway, they go, we go to the library and the librarians give them a sheet of paper and for every book or for every pages, I forget what it is, um, they color in a square when they fill up their square, they take it back to the library and they actually give them books to keep. Um, they, they get a, a reward. Right. And um, the kids really, really love that. And so we read a lot last summer. Awesome. And then their their forms that they've colored in actually get put into a drawing for a bigger prize. Yep. And then I, th- I actually, last last summer, the parents who had the child that read the most actually won like a free date dinner or something like that. They rewarded the parents as well. Very cool. Yeah. So our kids love to read. That's not a problem. And I think that that's something, you know, it's like, okay, this is a time where going outside, not going outside, no TV. This, this is, you know, you're, Mm -hmm. we're going to have a reading time at least two or three times a week and, and just sit back, be quiet and enjoy a good book. Right. Very cool. All right. The next one is play board games. Remember these? It could be Monopoly, Life, Operation, Candyland, Risk, or any other, or any, okay. Or any number of others. Thank you. They don't cost much. They make for some good fun, and no two games are the same. This is another thing that our kids love. Yes. Um, apples to apples. We really should stream our family playing apples to apples. It's absolutely hilarious. It is so funny. <laughs> and um, I will tell you that Matthew and Megan really love Clue 
mm-hmm. and to try to find out the mystery. They they really really enjoy Clue. Um, McKenna just loves to you know stroll them all over the place. She she really she enjoys just likes them. to be at the table while yes. everybody else is there. Um, any we we have this game, but I do not like to play it very often. Um, sorry is not a good game to play with sibling rivalry. It's just not. That game ends with one or both of my children in tears every time somebody gives me back to start. And can I tell you, I think that is so healthy. <laughs> Absolutely. I do. I, it's one of my favorite games for gro- personal growth is, is the, is the well, you game. You can sorry. play it with them because I try to explain, you know, this is how the game is played. This is what we do. And um, I just end up frustrated. <laughs> I can't do crying. I, I I don't do crying well. Stephanie says we have that problem with trouble too. Yes, troubles. I love trouble. Yep. Yeah, we should. Um, trouble is great because you get to pop the little popper. I know one thing we could do this summer. We could read Harry Potter and then watch the movies. We could do that and then compare and contrast. That, that would be fun. That would be fun. That would be fun. And I do believe there's a new Harry Potter coming out in like July or something. So See, there's a new movie coming out. How exciting is this? Working up to that. Okay. All right. Help in the community. This one may not seem like fun at all, but think about it for a second. If you want to teach your children about having enough and giving to those less fortunate, then serve food to the homeless with them or help them in a poor area of town. If they talk about how it's not fun, that's the perfect time to start a conversation about what you are doing and why. Don't just say this is important to do. Ask them what they think Ask them what they think about it. Talk to them and hear what they say. They'll get into it. Yes. And this, we're very blessed because we're a part of a church that is very much involved in a lot of community things. And so uh, it, it's as simple as saying, hey, okay, what what's going on this weekend? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's like there are just tons of options right. and opportunities. The and one that's thing that holds that us have. back right now is McKenna and her age. And it doesn't I, have to anymore, I it think. Doesn't, She's four now. so uh, Well, I, I think that we're getting there. Ne- next summer is going to be a whole lot easier mm-hmm. than even this summer will be. Her attention span is not all that great. And um, I'm usually the one who gets stuck fending after her when we're in these places. Which, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, um, but for the older two, absolutely. I mean, I'd still drag her along. I'm just. Right. Don't ask me why I'm frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. So uh, that's pretty much, those are great ideas. And if you have some additional mm-hmm. low cost ideas or fun things to do this summer, feel free to let us know. I'm going to, I'm going to share a new phone number if you don't mind, Stephanie. Absolutely. I, I don't mind. I got to find it though. Uh, I want to make sure I give out the new number. It's an 800 number. If people uh-huh. want to start calling our voicemail hotline, Isn't we it, it toll free. 757-1153. Or 1158. It's 1158. How, isn't that awesome? <laughs> See, you only you heard only, it one you time. You only told it to me one time. And, and so before our phone number is 859-795-4067, which is easier for us to say because we've said it a million times. Mm-hmm. But how easy is it to say 1-800-757-1158? Isn't that cool? Yeah. All right. So anyway, uh, if you guys want to call in anywhere from the United States, it's toll free number. At 1-800-757-1158. There you go. 
All right. And uh, give us your feedback, some ideas, some thoughts of things that you can do. Next, we're moving right on to uh, a topic that is a little controversial. There's a link to the article that I found online. In fact, real quickly, I just want to let you guys know, I'm looking for uh, news and blog sites that have family issues, like family topics, things that would be interesting for us to discuss here on the Family from the Heart podcast, Um, things related to family health, family fitness, family well-being, um, anything related to family. Uh, and, and so if you want to send that in to me, uh, email it to feedback at gspn.tv. Samantha says I have a great memory. Yes, you do. <laughs> so, uh, Stephanie, why don't you read, uh, the, the headline here is North Carolina offers text message sex advice to teens. Ouch. Throughout North Carolina, teenagers are texting questions about sex. Within 24 hours, each will receive a reply from a state's From the state's Adolescent Pregnancy Prevention Campaign, the New York Times reported, the Birds and the Bees text line, which is funded with a $5,000 grant from the State Department of Health and Human Services, covers everything from condom use to homosexuality. Bill Brooks, president of North Carolina Family Policy Council, said he is concerned about the lack of parental oversight. When it comes to the internet, parents are advised to put blockers on their computer and keep it in a central place in their home, he told the Times. But kids have access to this on their cell phones and when they're away from parental influence and it can't be controlled. And it's state run. I added that in. Yes, Cliff added that. Um, Brooks also pointed out that the text... The text line circumvents the state's mandated abstinence until marriage curriculum. It doesn't make sense to fund a program that is different than the state standards, he said. Programs in Washington, D.C., Chicago, Toronto, and San Francisco allow teens to receive automated text message answers to frequently asked sex-related questions. What do you think about this, Stephanie? I agree that they should not offer something that is different from their, their um, how did he say it in here? The state's mandated abstinence until marriage curriculum. Yeah. So basically in the it's school. It's like a says, double standard. Yes. The school, the state mandates that schools teach abstinence till marriage in their health and sex education courses. It sets a double standard. Yes. Um, number one, it is, um, and I know that not all parents feel this way, but it is my responsibility to share with my kids about sex. Um, I'm starting at a very early age to build the trust with my children so that I will be the one that they come to with those questions. Right. And so I have, I mean, right off the bat, I don't like it being state mandated, state run, state funded. Um, and if I lived in North Carolina, my teenager wouldn't have a cell phone. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Jeff Gentry says, welcome to my state. They have money to fund this, but are cutting state employee and teacher salaries and cutting school budgets for forcing people and and actually which are forcing people to be fired. Not a fan of the governor and people in charge. Yes, I voted for I voted and not for them. Yeah. So it's Jeff, man. It's Jeff's from North Carolina. That's, and, that would be frustrating to see that they are cutting. In other places. Yeah, the and one funding this. I one think might that, argue, well, what's five thousand dollars? And which, by the way, can I just say five thousand dollars to run this thing? Not a lot. How are you doing that? Right. Come on, seriously. I mean, who do they got answering this thing? 
I mean, who's who, uh, who is the person that is going to be sending the text message? Are they about, volunteers? I, yeah. Are, are we doing a volunteer system? And who? And and what? Stand, Do you have what training standards? on what they're allowed to to answer back? Yeah, what you advice know? are you given? Because if, if I would imagine that if um, I was answering a question, I would answer it very differently from the even, way our even neighbor, me. Even, even the way me. you would answer. It. Yeah, and so. Is there any kind of regulation as to how these questions can be answered? And who's going to be answering them? Yeah. Are they, are they, um, and how you like an automated with, answer, you know, it's, it, and how you doing it with $5,000? I don't know. I mean, if it was an automated thing, you can't, I mean, the computer equipment and the technology alone isn't enough with right. five, 5,000 bucks. Come on. How, I, th- this is just stupid. It seems that way. It's a ridiculous waste of five thousand bucks. Just send that <laughs> send that on over to gspn.tv. We'll put it to better use, and we'll talk about sex in the next Family from the Heart episode. We've <laughs> talked about sex before. Yeah, it is as it relates to teaching our children about it. Yeah, I here here's the thing. If I, if we lived in California, uh, I I would have to say, and I know you were just joking, but our kids would still have cell phones. I said North Carolina. Or, or that's what I meant. <laughs> In North Carolina, <laughs> our kids would still have cell phones. At what age? Uh, I would say probably around 13. Okay. Because, well, no, I, the, here's the reason that I ask you that is because our nine-year-old is very, very I certain know. that she's going to be getting a cell phone for her 10th birthday, which is not the case. And so we have never actually sat down and said an age yeah. at when. I imagine around 13 is, is okay. a, and, and, you know, maybe at 11. I don't, I don't know. All right. I, I, it depends. It, I'm thinking like never. Whatever. <laughs> she get a cell phone when she gets her car. When she can afford it. <laughs> there you, you know, go. That, when she can pay for it herself. Mm-hmm. When she can show that she's responsible enough not to lose it. When um. Yeah, I would. I would say definitely. You know, I would never allow my child to have their license but not have a cell phone with them. Oh no! I said when she gets her car. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. She can have her license without having a car. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. I still say as soon as she has her, you know, I don't know. I would say at the point, even even earlier, let's say, just say <laughs> Megan's 14, 15. She's starting to leave to go and spend the night at a friend's house yeah. and, and stuff like that. I, I'd say if the circumstances, I'd change. say about 13 is when she'll be doing a lot of that kind of stuff. And. And and God, I I, I don't care where she goes. I would I would I want her to have a cell phone and I want her to have the ability to to call to text in to chat. And I don't. I want to be the house where they're all coming to. Well, I want to be that too. But come on, in reality, aren't they? I mean, she's gonna go other places. Uh, if she has to. I know, but in reality, it's just gonna in happen. In reality, it's gonna happen. I get it. I anyway, get it. I'm just gonna lock her up. There you go. Alrighty. Um, so that, that, the, anyway, that's our thought there. And my, my thing is, is I wouldn't be concerned about this if I were the parent and if I were a parent in North Carolina, even with a child who was, let's say, say 17, 16 years old and had this texting and was knowing this was out there because hopefully by then as a parent, I've sat down and had some really good and great conversations right. about sex and, and that they already have some great uh, understanding of what it's all about and some healthy values and principles when it comes to it. And, and so therefore, if anything, I, I think, I think it would be funny if one of our children were to text in a question just to kind of get a kick out of 
what Adam's it was. The answer. And then maybe if we had family dinner together, uh, that they would sit there and say, hey, dad, check this out. I asked them about condom uses and this is what they sent me back. And I think that'd be funny. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I, th- I'm totally cool with that. Having Okay. Right. <laughs> Nothing. I, what's wrong? <laughs> Nothing. All right. It's just funny. All right. What is funny is is the um, the varying ages of our children. So to think that we would sit down with a fourteen year old Megan or a fifteen year old Megan and talk about a response that she got from a text message on correct condom use with our ten year old McKenna. It just they don't go together, you know. It's okay. just that's not a dinner table topic to me. The, right. the age appropriateness doesn't go together. Maybe not. Hey, let's look at some feedback uh, back on episode 56 on the show notes. Kylie says, hey, Cliff and Stephanie, I was just listening to the renamed Let's Get Healthy episode, and you were just talking about portion sizes. I have to tell you that I spent some time, some uh, years now in France, and when I return home, I'm surprised at how large the portion sizes are in the United States restaurants. It's also very surprising for the French to go to the U.S. because in the U.S. you get used to taking part of your meal home depending on where you're eating you're actually getting two and possibly even three meals uh and would you and you would never dream of asking for a doggy doggy bag here or even expect to take food home and you wouldn't think at uh let's see that the french were uh, and you would think that the french were the inventors of the doggy bag for all the zillions of dogs you see in the city I'd like to add that you will sometimes see dogs in restaurants here. That's ew. ew. Anyway, I think I'm going to turn on the TV now and grab a snack. That's great. <laughs> Too funny. Stephen Cross wrote in. You want to read that one, Stephanie? Or no, because I'm not there. I'll just read these. That's not a problem. Stephen says, in the first part of this episode, uh, there was discussion between Cliff and Stephanie about Cliff's commitment. I had some good laughs over that. Um, I'm sure my wife... That I could help. (laughs) Exactly. I'm sure my wife has had the same sort of feeling. Here we go again. I am wondering... uh, Let's see. I am wondering the same thing about myself. Is it for real this time? I don't know. I hope so. I want it to be. Each time, I hope it is the last time I ever start over again. I wonder about this and look forward to the transition I have never had uh, from an unhealthy person to one who uh, a person on another health kick to a person who is healthy forever as I drink my smoothie, he says. <laughs> and I think I let's see me if if I can. Uh, last time in the episode, I mentioned that his website, his blog where he's chronicling his journey mm-hmm. is was at if I can do it dot wordpress dot com. It's actually if I can dot wordpress.com okay and that's the blog of um steven cross and steven uh looking forward to seeing your updates as you go along and uh keep up the great work there absolutely wayne henderson says nice and in- nice and informative episode of family from the heart my first two immediate reactions were number one subscribe to the fitness rod podcast and downloaded the first 15 episodes and number two i have i too have a diet coke slash pepsi habit that have that even peer pressure hasn't been able to curve i know that i need to stop drinking this addictive garbage and switch to iced tea or water the health editions of gspn.tv family from the heart podcast as well as the fitness rod podcast uh, may arm me with the knowledge and motivation that uh that their peer pressure hasn't been able to. Thanks again for putting out this timely episode, Cliff and Stephanie. I have a question for Wayne. Yes. He says he has a Diet Coke slash Pepsi problem. Yeah. Right? Uh Uh-huh. 
How can he? Have, it's got to be just one or the other, doesn't it? I, I think maybe he, he his is maybe. probably Diet Pepsi, and okay. he's just probably because referring to quoted, my Diet Coke. Okay. It can only be one or the other. In my I've, mind. I've never seen anybody who likes both. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's probably Diet Pepsi. Right. Anyway, um, Wayne, I'm wondering. Yeah. Wayne, the world wants to know. Call us up. <laughs> 1-800-757-1158. Oh, my goodness. You like that? You, you pulled out that cheesy announcer I know. Voice. <laughs> anyway, uh, we have two more bits of feedback that came in this week. Um, April R, uh, April, uh, well, I'll just say R, from Nashville, who I finally got to meet in person when I went to PodCamp Nashville, by the way, which was very awesome. She said, um, I want to just say thank you for inspiring me to be a better person and find the things in my life that I'm passionate about and pursue them. I just wanted you to know that you are both having a positive impact on my life. Hope this finds you well, April. It didn't find me well, but it made me well. Really? Yeah. Does was, that make sense? So you were not that gr- doing that great when you got this. No. But then it kind of brightened your day. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. I had to interpret that for people. Yeah. Although I think they probably picked up on that and they think, probably. thanks for insulting my intelligence there, Cliff. Exactly. As though you're the only person. And I'm I'm the guy who doesn't have the details to put together. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, last, yeah, it last was, bit. It was... Um, no, it was just a it was just a point in my in my day or week where I just felt like I could I could do no right and it was very comforting to know that at least I'm influencing someone or inspiring, not influencing, inspiring and someone. influencing, I think. I okay. believe. So anyway, thank you very much. I, I think that's awesome. And 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 your encouraging words and feedback do make a difference for us. I mean, it, it, you know, I, of course, everybody who's listened to family from the heart episodes three through whatever knows that my number one love language is encouraging words. So I love to hear them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, of course you can always email us if you wanted to at feedback at gspn.tv, but we would prefer that you leave us feedback in one of two other ways. Number one, that you would call us on our brand new phone number toll free at one 800 Yes. Or you could go into the forum, which is another great place, and just look for the Family from the Heart section and leave a comment on the show notes or start a new thread. Whatever you want, um, that'd be great. Now, uh, one last thing before we run out of music here. Hannah left us a post in the forum, and she said that this is um, about a movie. She says, uh, how will we love film? I know this is way behind. I'm way behind on the Family from the Heart podcast, but hopefully this is still relevant. As a senior at my high school, I get to take one of my favorite classes ever, marriage and family. I've been su- surprised to find that so much of what Cliff and Stephanie talk about here is the same as what we've been learning in class. You two have been quite helpful in understanding all of this business. Anyways, we've spent the last couple of days watching a film that I thought was important enough to be and meaningful enough to share with you all. It's called How Will We Live? How Will We Love? And can be found at HowWillWeLove.com. I'm basically a film. It's a film about relationships, our attitude towards them as a, in our society, the things that were going wrong, and essentially what can be done about it. A quote from the website says, The documentary explores romantic love, relationships, and the challenges and rewards of long-term commitment. It involves commentary from multiple experts, including Gary Chapman, the author of The Five Love Languages. I found the movie to be very inspiring and meaningful and couldn't help sharing it with all of you. 
You can watch the whole movie there on the website. I hope you enjoy it as much as I did and finding it, find it just as meaningful. Hannah, thank you for that. And we have not looked at it yet, but yet. Uh, it'd be something probably to look into and maybe cover on a future episode of Family from the Heart. Absolutely. Well, folks, that's it. Thank you for listening. And once again, head over to Mardell.com. M-A-R-D-E-L.com. Make sure that you buy lots of stuff from them and use the promo code GSPN in the shopping cart. You get 10% off. And it also says, hey, Mardell, thank you for sponsoring the Family from the Heart podcast. And uh, we certainly appreciate them here. And now Stephanie and I are ready to go get our daughter have some lunch, do a little family meeting slash business meeting here. It would appear that we have a lot to talk about. Yeah, no doubt. And so uh, God bless y'all. Thank you. And until next time, join, join the, community. the community. Yeah. Oh, what are you doing? Sorry. Until next time, join, join the, the community. community.